a doctor was visiting a patient at a mental hospital. The patient told the doctor that he was a kernel of corn. The doctor was puzzled by this man's statement. The doctor said, no, you're not a kernel of of corn. You're a human being. You have eyes, ears, hair, arms, and legs. It took a few minutes of convincing, but eventually the patient said, yes, I am a human being. The doctor asked the patient to write 400 times a day, I am a human being, and to recite it 300 times a day before their next visit. The doctor left. A couple of weeks later, the doctor called the nurse to check on his patient. The nurse said he was doing great. He has been very diligent in practicing what you asked, and it seems to be working. The doctor was very satisfied. A couple of weeks later, the doctor was back at the mental hospital. The doctor asked his patient once again, Who are you? The patient responded very very clearly, I am a human being. The doctor grinned and told the patient that he was very proud of his progress. Because of his improvement, the doctor said that he would be getting released soon. But before that could happen, he needs to sign some papers. The doctor asked him to follow him to his office. As they were walking across the yard, the man saw a chicken and immediately started running. The doctor yelled, stop, but to no avail. The nurse ran after him, but he was too fast to be caught. Eventually, after a couple of hours, the nurse was able to locate the man and take him back to his room. Soon afterwards, the doctor met with his patient. The doctor was very distraught. He just couldn't understand what had happened. He asked the patient, Who are you? The man replied, I am a human being. Perplexed, the doctor asked, Why did you run when you saw the chicken? The man said, Because I wasn't convinced the chicken knows who I am. You see, this is a powerful story and it teaches us a powerful lesson. It illustrates how wrong perceptions can discolor our life. When it comes to your outlook on life, what lens do you use to view life? And how often are you willing to change that lens in order to get a different view? Your view of life is inextricably linked to your attitudes, actions, and reactions. I like the the way Thich Nhat Hanh, the great Zen master, describes this process. He starts by asking, what kind of seeds are you storing up in your consciousness? Seeds are a metaphor for our thoughts. In other words, what kind of thoughts are you storing up? Seeds naturally produce of their kind. An apple seed produces apples, not oranges. In like manner, our thoughts will produce a certain perception and performance in the world. The Lord Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount also addresses this point. 
He states, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. In this beautiful teaching, Jesus discusses the importance of storing up good treasures in heaven. Treasures are attributes or qualities that bring value to life. The Apostle Paul highlights some of these treasures in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 25. He mentions love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These treasures are good because they're eternal, never fading, grounded in love, and always life-giving. He then locates these treasures in heaven. Now, where is heaven? We often think of heaven as a place that is separate from us, a place we go when we die, but Cynthia Bourgeois adequately repositions this limited notion by stating that the kingdom of heaven is really a metaphor for a state of consciousness, you see. I'm convinced that she is right. Jesus encourages us to store up treasures, that is to say, good thoughts in our consciousness because he understands that Thoughts generate perceptions which manifest in how we interact with one another and the world. Can we be honest? Our thoughts aren't always pure, which also means our attitudes and actions aren't always pure either. Wrong perceptions are the result of misguided or clouded thoughts. Now, how does one overcome wrong perceptions? Well, you start by looking deeply into the nature of all things. When you look deeply, you discover that we're all part of the human family. Not individual parts, but a unit. We all have anxieties and fears, and we all suffer. No one is excluded from suffering. It's not an elective in life. At some point in time, everyone will have to deal with it. When you look deeply into the nature of all things and witness the suffering that is all around you, including yourself, this awareness should cause you to become more understanding, more loving, and more compassionate. Rather than add to another suffering, we should, we should contribute to the soothing ointment that brings healing. Wrong perceptions prolong the drama and suffering in life, but loving kindness and compassion is the path to healing. Let us avoid saying discouraging things that hurt or or harm our human family. Looking deeply at all of life allows us to plant good seeds in our consciousness that will naturally produce good fruit. We need fruit that honors rather than dishonors, loves 
rather than hates. Seize the good rather than always focusing on the bad. When we look deeply, we are participating in the renewal of a good earth and a good human family. I ask you, my brothers and sisters, to be a conduit of love and compassion, to look deeply because you matter, the animals matter, your neighbor matters, our world matters. With conscious awareness, we can create a better world for all. I'm inviting you to join me in making a difference. God bless you.